chicks, am I right? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fresh, Fresh Talk. Talk. Hello. Wish you would have heard the intro to this. <laughs> yes. It was interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need <laughs> when Fresh Talk gets super big, like some of those TV shows, we'll have the Fresh Talk after show where other people talk about what we talk fresh about. Fresh takes. Fresh takes. Talking fresh. Fresh in the morning. <laughs> talk about talking real fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Extra fresh. Talking real, comma fresh. Talking fresh. Hmm. Fresher talk. Well, here we are once again. Here we are again, folks. Yeah, it's a Thursday. You're we back, miss- Kai. I'm back. I'm You're back. You're gone last week. Dan and I, was. I don't know if you got to listen to it, but we, we I started. did actually. It was very funny. Oh, yeah. But it was also great because I obviously I like I'm sort of was around for much of this and it you know, I've heard many of these stories and I know a lot of the people involved. Right. I, I knew about I you know I know the history of this executioner. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yes, the history of this executioner. Now everyone knows the history <laughs> of this true. executioner. Yeah. It got deep last week. Things got it really did. deep. It was a, interesting just to listen and to, to actually take the journey with you guys and see like the rabbit hole widen and you guys <laughs> like and like by the end of it I wanted I wanted in my mind it was like cue the boss nova click and then YouTube just like hugged each other like I fucking love you man. I fucking love you <laughs> Did you, did, 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 exactly did you, were happened. you listening to it and almost thinking that you should like talk out loud? Like almost like it was were being you talking recorded? Back? I may yeah. have. <laughs> <laughs> no, you idiot. It's this. I, I may have in my mind and in, in my car. <laughs> good, 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 good. Well, here we are, folks. My name is Chris. Sorry, I'm Kai. I was drinking water. I'm Dan. I was not drinking water. I'm John. I like to drink water. And you guys just came back from a little visit to a local watering hole, I assume? Frequently, as we yeah. frequently, I wasn't there this time, there but we frequently been, do. There may have been cake. There was birthday cake. It was one of the server, Jenny. Uh, uh, it was her birthday. Mm. Mm. So they served us a very artisan cake. It was like one of those ones An with like the, artisan cake. But you know the ones where they use like the, the like pastry ganache. clay ganache, yeah. like thick pastry oh, the sugar, like the sugar fondant. It's like fondant. It's exactly what yeah. I was looking for. So they made a Poseidon like fucking cake oh that's badass it was was pretty bad and there was two layers the top was was yellow cake and the bottom was chocolate cake I wish I would have got the chocolate me too when I saw them cutting that up I was like I wish I had had a slice but if I have that and two two beers I may be diabetic by the time we finish this (laughs) conversation (laughs) but it was fun it was good we were with our good friend Zeke Berkeley and frequent guest who so you're full of booze and cake big ups Berkeley yeah more cake than booze only had two beers it was a we talked a lot. <laughs> we talked a lot of shit. There was a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Good hate stroke moment. Mm-hmm. Zeke's good for that. He certainly is. Zeke's got a, Zeke's got a fiery little streak, man. Yeah, oh, I feel like yeah. we shouldn't hang. He and I shouldn't hang out too often because <laughs> we could alive. we could end the world. Yeah, Zeke Zeke is Zeke is a hater. He's an intelligent hater, he no is. doubt. Self proclaimed hater. Yeah, yeah. He's upfront about the hate. Yeah, very much for character. Frequent quest here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are um, as as of this recording, we are. One week, uh, one week away from the first show of the UK tour. Yes. Exactly one week, right? Yeah. Yep. We'll, we'll be... Un- unless you count the time difference, then well, the show's over. I don't ever count time differences. <laughs> yes. It's all the same. Then it's we'll all be, the present. Then we'll be it's all ab- relative to the sun. That, then we'll be absolutely destroyed because we are flying in. We are driving straight to the hotel. We are then driving to the venue, playing the show. In Wales, by the way. So we're driving from London to Wales. Yes, and then back to the hotel in England. It's going to be the longest 24 hours of all time. But after the show is the after party, and after the party is the hotel lobby. So meet us there. The real party. It's true. That's what R. Kelly says. There's there's some R. Kelly talk that dropped last week, and you weren't here for that. I know. That's where I was like, (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. That's right. To have an expert on the subject like yourself. 
I, I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I'm certainly, an, uh, you know, I'm a, I, I, I have interests. I, I enjoyed your... I was in Chicago listening to R. Kelly. Yeah? I was. I, as soon as we touched down, we fucking rented, got the rental car. First thing I did was fucking put on tp2.com. Awesome. Of course. That's awesome. What was so, it like over there? Cold as fuck. Now, did you just get back from there? Yeah. When, when were you there? Uh, I was there through the weekend, got back on Sunday. Oh, okay. I cool, went, cool, went cool. out for a, a, a wedding. Now, it supposedly got super cold literally last week. Yep. Like the winter hit Illinois last week. It sure did. So northeast wind just came in from nowhere. Everyone there was like, it was so warm here yesterday. Like, it's fucking snowing right now. So uh-huh. how you say it's warm yesterday means you're a liar. That's insane. And everyone is a liar there, apparently. But it, <laughs> there was a dusting of snow. Then there was a frigid day. The snow melted immediately. There was a frigid day with the first frost of the year that night. And I don't mean night. I mean, I got out of the wedding at like 10 o'clock at night and the cars were covered in ice and I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed That's to do wild. with that. And then, you're talking the top of November. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. The, You're talking October. You're talking Halloween, like yeah, November yeah. 1st. It was so cold, man. It, it was fucked cold. I felt like it was good training for the UK. I was just going to say. I was watching the Bears game. It was on Sunday. I think they had the Sunday night game, I think, or whatever it was, but they were talking about how, oh, the Monday night game. I think they had the, I don't know. No, the no, because the Bears had a bye this week. Oh, the well, Bears, so, the Lions, and the I Packers. was watching something out there that was probably Cleveland and Ohio. That was the Monday event. night game, and oh, that's tonight. That was Thursday it's happening night. right now. Oh, you're right. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> they were talking about how it got suddenly know. like super, super, super cold there. No, you know? it did. It oh, was, you know, and sorry, I was watching. There was a boxing match on Showtime in Chicago. That makes and sense. And they were saying it's freezing out. You know, it was so fucked, man. I but mean, it was people cold. may not be liars because the the gentleman, the announcer said, "I got in two days ago, and it was beautiful." And then literally three days later, it was snowing. Yeah, no, I absolutely, I, I assume not everybody was So you saw smoke. <laughs> you saw smoke. Yeah. I saw smoes. <laughs> I saw, met several Joes. There's some smoes up Saw in. some hoes. <laughs> yeah. And there's some, you know Chicago, man. There, oh, yeah. There's some, there's some loose women in that town. Smoes and hoes, dude. <laughs> I tell you. Welcome to Illinois. Welcome to Chicago. <laughs> Nothing and like, and you've never been to a Chicago wedding. This is true. Yeah, I mean, people getting sloppy, huh? There was some slop. Yeah, people just get hammered at weddings, huh? They Especially in Chicago, do. and and they just and ladies just it's just something about it. It triggers their fucking it's cold hormones, weather, man. man. It's no, but at weddings, yeah, oh weddings, yeah. oh wedding crashes. That's why it's so brilliant. Yeah, that movie is brilliant on that concept because it's true. I mean, you go to a wedding and there's Bob, a, there's always a you co- can absolutely get laid. Yeah, there's always maybe a, somebody's wife, maybe somebody's ex-wife, maybe somebody you're related to, but you you can fuck somebody. Wife. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. With that said, Kai, any records people should be listening to? <laughs> From incest to records. Yes, absolutely. It was a, you know, it was a, an average week. Let me get the list out. Sorry, I was not prepared. I was caught in incest land. Uh, yes, so yeah, you went all the way with that one. You went from a nice, a nice, <laughs> no turn a nice back. wedding in Chicago to people having sex with their cousins. <laughs> well, I told you weddings in Chicago are crazy. Hmm. Uh, anyway, yes, big star, obviously kind of power pop forefathers if you will have a live record out live in memphis never been released before is this the real original lineup before original lineup this is not new this is old was recorded back in the day they've never gotten back together those was guys ever released never released oh wow put on cdlp probably digital called live in memphis never ever ever cool. ever released and it's the recordings actually remarkably good that's the trick and with for those people that don't know that band that's a band that really was discovered well after they were gone yeah they were one of the original sort of like band that got they were put out two absolutely incredible 
changed music ladder like well after them forever uh but they broke up and then because they had all sorts of internal issues man yeah. guys are just mental issues guys that did not get along but now are considered you know everybody's like oh fucking big star record uh you know and it is fucking great i mean yeah, it, it they, is, they've sort it, of become like like godfathers for, to, hipster, for power pop for, yeah and but a lot of hipsters too there's a lot of people that sure you know but it's like power pop. I mean, it's like a pa- saying power pop is kind of saying like I-, I write pop songs, but I'm kind of artistic yeah. too. I mean, it's they're godfathers for Wilco and yeah. e- all those bands. Weezer, everybody claims big star. But anyway, they put a new record live in Memphis. Really fucking good. Uh, Black Clouds, great band from DC. All instrumental. Put out their second record called Dreamcation. Super cool. Way better than the other one. Very heavy, but all instrumental. Lo- synth heavy, this one. I mean, the other one was too, but... Basically, imagine like a hard rock kind of heavy metal band with a heavy synth player, like black metal-ish, but doesn't get as as demonic and doesn't get blast beats. Yeah, with a all instrumental. Deerhoof also fucking while we're on DC, uh, art rock kind of heroes. Deerhoof put out a new record called La Isla Bonita, which I think <laughs> is really fucking funny. Just taking the piss out of Madonna, <laughs> and they kind of do. They'll throw in some kind of dancey parts and some synthy parts. I think just to fuck with her, but it's it's actually a really cool record. Uh, Mariachi El Bronx put out their third record, oh, yeah. number three, which is just a great, a weird story. So, quick story is there was a band called the Bronx so from our area, actually, from Thousand from Oaks. LA. Oh, they're from TL, right? LA, but uh, but half hmm. the bands from Thousand Oaks. They were kids that grew up in bands with us. That I mean, we've all run into these dudes. For a band called the Bronx, uh, got record deal, a lot of buzz, kind of hard rock band, fringe of punk, fringe of hardcore. Put it out. Nothing really happens with the Bronx. Everybody takes them on tour. Nothing really happens. They jokingly make a mariachi record just for fun, and also and it's incredible. And that was literally just like a fun project. A joke. It was like it was like the Vandals doing the country record or Ween doing the country record. Uh This was their country record. They didn't quote unquote change their sound. It was literally just let's make a mariachi record. Yeah, let's make a mariachi record. We're like like yeah, yeah. Half the dudes are are Hispanic. Like let's just we love fucking mariachi. We could do this. Let's do this. The singer in Bronx doesn't really sing that much, so he but he can sing really well. So let's do this. And took off. Foo Fighters took them on tour. Everybody's taking them on tour. So they put out their third record. It's great. It's great. I'm not a giant fan of the Bronx, but I am a huge fan of Mariachi El Bronx and the live shows not to be well, they missed. They dress up in full mariachi gear, don't they? And they do full mariachi. I mean, they have the full horn line. So badass. It's, it's really great. That is cool. Uh, and uh, last but not least, Wax Taylor. Yes, I did see that. New Wax Taylor. Love Wax Taylor. Been a while. For He's been a little yeah, quiet. In the Mood for Life was what, like, f- I think I was still working at Saul's. You were. At least four years ago. Probably yeah. five. Uh, anyway, it's called Phonovision Symphonic Orchestra. <laughs> and, but it's it's great. Hip-hop, trip-hop-y kind of. Oh, I love that guy. It's just, it's, it's kind of hard to define, but it's really, really fucking good, and that's out. So a lot of eclectic things yeah. this week. And man. not to be mistaken, if you're a vinyl collector, the Porta Statics big record, Summer of the Shark, which for... Cr- Interests of people like Chris, it's it's Mac, the front man of, of Super Chunk. Okay. It's his solo project. It's like his New Amsterdam's. Okay. Their seminal, seminal record, Merge, just re-released and with Remastered, and it, it fucking sounds incredible. <laughs> and they put it on vinyl for the first time. Very very limited run of 1,000 on white vinyl. Huh. Wow. That's it. That's it for the week in music. Quick note on Wax Taylor. It's spelled T-A-I-L-O-R. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not It's not a dude. It's not. I did it say is a dude. A it is dude. one dude, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, actually, since I wasn't here last week, let me hit those really quick, too. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's only three. Last week, we had At the Gates. 
fucking seminal thrash band put out their first record in over a decade called that war with reality it's it's they picked up right where they left off and uh suicidal tendencies also another band been over a decade put out their new record called no mercy it's you know i wish it was more punk i like their punk stuff i'm not really into their metal stuff it's Mm -hmm. kind of in the middle it's you know whatever but uh more importantly rancid put out their newest record honor is all we know i listened to it what do you think um i'm first off i'm a rancid fan um i don't think it's their best work i don't think it's bad by any stretch it's much better than their last record yeah there were two or three songs that really jumped out at me yeah but i thought there were a few where they were kind of going through the motions like yeah. if i was grading it i'd give it like a B minus. I'm with you. I, the problem with me is I get it. You're rancid. You're like punks, but we also understand that you're old and you have families. So you stepping up and being like, fuck authority is kind of, mm. I just don't buy it anymore. But the songs that were just about how much they love music and they're playing their fun ska songs with each other, that should I like. Yeah. And Lars sings a lot on he this a record. Lot. A lot. It kind of seems like, I mean, but Tim's voice is like, there's a dude yeah. that couldn't sing to begin with, but age is not treating homeboy yeah. kindly. He's going to be Dylan soon, man. You know what's crazy ah. is seeing the press photo for Rancid for this record, just how old some of those dudes look. You know, it's just like, wow, that's fucking Rancid. Because Rancid were never spring chickens, you no. know? Um, but I saw them play in Vegas at a, a, a weird circle of events, but they played this small little fucking private show for... I remember he's talking ta- about that. For a charity thing. Saw them maybe two years ago. And they were great. They were super good live, but ran into Tim and Lars afterward. Just happened to be riding the elevator. And man, dude, they are... But then I think about like, holy shit, these are guys that I was seeing play music when I was like 14, mm. 15, and they were old then. Mm. And they're, they're old. Yeah, I mean, well, they're like... They're gray-haired that's, fucking old. That's a band when I'm pushing still through so the pod. Live. You know, they've got two, well, I'd say three or four records that I listen to continually. Like, what you are know, your Rancid records? Um, but I mean, obviously, Let's Go and Out Come the Wolves. Yeah, well, Let's Go, Out Come the Wolves, and I really have always really liked Indestructible. I think that's Me a too. really good record. I also, I have a weird soft spot for Rancid Rancid. Not the first Rancid Rancid, but the second one. The with punk the, one. The really, yeah. where they went hardcore. I really think for what they were doing at the time, the that was... The one with the skull well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really they think they were that, getting a lot of heat for being... And they yeah. really went for it then. I think they did a good job with that particular What do you one. think of their being a ska-esque dude? What about the ska record where they went to Jamaica, the one where life oh, won't wait? I have that record on vinyl. I love half of it. Uh-huh. I love, I, I really was a backer of it at first because everyone shit on it. And the problem is that I think that Lars's songs are much better than Tim's songs, but mm. I feel like that was one where Tim really tried to take control. Mm. So I feel like the, there was some inner, it, this is just conjecture, but I feel like there was some internal dynamics that were making that not as good as it could be, but uh-huh. it's it's vastly overlooked. What was what was after Indestructible up until this new one, Honor the Honor record? They Two had records. one, no, only one, just one, just one, and I can't think of the name of it right now. But I just because it was not good. Uh-huh. I listened to it like twice, and it was just it did, did nothing for me. Yeah, so I like it again. the 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 opening track was great. The yeah. lead off track on the record. There's a couple. Is just there's a, a handful. Classic. There's like a, I'd say half of it is doing it. For I'm me. gonna listen to it once or twice yeah. again because I find myself I, I constantly with new records these days. I always seem to be the dude that's just like listen to it once, like two three songs, but not given enough love to really. That's the nature you, of music now. You because really that, know yeah. records to me. You really get a records feel after like the third listen. Yeah. You know, I I know that there's records out there that I'd probably fall in love with. I 
just didn't get to the third and listen. And some of you do, but like five years after the fact. Yeah. Because you com- finally give it that third listen. But they come, <laughs> there's so much is coming out. Every week you're telling us about multiple records to check out. And you're not listing all the records that come out. You're no, just no. Looking, listing a couple that you think people should check you're out. And I'm only, I'm, only list, and I'm only telling you the ones that are good because I listen to all of these records before. And if somebody puts out a record and it sucks, I, just, I don't talk about it. I don't know. So I think mean, about that. I respect the, I mean, I guess, but first off, you commute a lot so to driving. So you I have do. to have extra time. To I, listen, I have you know? two hours a day with nothing to do but uh-huh. listen to music, which is committed. Awesome, and I appreciate you digging through the shit for our our, our and our <laughs> listeners' uh, benefit. You it's know? really only for me because I just can't do otherwise. Like I need I need music. There's in my just life. so much that comes yep. after you. Like if you didn't tell me to give that Weezer record a good second listen, I probably wouldn't have fell in love with the five songs that I am absolutely in love with. I needed somebody to be like give it another listen because I listened to it first and I was like nah, like one or two and then all of a sudden that third listen I was like holy shit there's six songs on this record that are as what I've always wanted from Weezer I'm with you, know? you man I was just doing a, a had this conversation at the, at the wedding actually in Chicago with uh, with the brother-in-law and like he's feeling the same way where he's like fuck there's just so much music and the more music i listen to the more music is suggested to me mm. by the internet and i feel like i fall in love with a band and i'll listen to a band for like a week and then i'll never listen to that record again yeah i just i do that too i really see but that's where i feel like the benefit of i'm still also a dude that buys music so mm. i have at home I buy music every week and I have it and it's tangible. And when I'm at home, I do not listen to anything digital. I only listen to my record player and that forces me to listen to what I have. That's cool. I've and got it forces cro- me to bond with shit. I've got a crossover thing that's finally happened with me being the guy that's so late to technology is I've had Spotify since it was available in the States. I had like one of the advanced things. It's true. You try to talk me into it. Now I pay every month for it yeah. when I could have had it for free. My computer. I have it for free, but I just like... I've crossed over. I mean, I just listen to stuff on Spotify because I'm constantly the type of person that has like a weird rap song from the 80s that gets stuck in my head. And I'm like, I have to hear Skilo's I Wish right now or I'm going to kill somebody. And with Spotify, <laughs> it's just like, there it is. There yeah. it is. And then it leads to something else. And then it leads to something else. And like with the Weezer record, I mean, I don't know if I would have given it multiple times if I didn't have the Spotify to just listen to it a few times. I certainly would. I w- if it had not been for Spotify, I would not have bought that record mm-hmm. because I would have been like, it's an, I don't yeah. fucking trust. I don't, they violated me. They, <laughs> they cheated on me too many times for me to, to stick my dick back in that Weezer yeah. in that Weezer pussy. <laughs> but all of a sudden, you weren't touching that all Weezer of a sudden, again. years later, and I find myself in bed often with Weezer. Mm-hmm. Just, I just, I just missed what they did for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People do miss Weezer. <laughs> I missed that Weezer pussy. I did. Mm. That's good. Uh, that's uh, once again. Thank you for that great review of all the uh, all the records that have come out this week. Also, did not get to talk about the fact that I saw Interstellar, and it was so. Oh, far we didn't up. get to talk about your oh yeah epic. We didn't want to ruin it for people, but I mean, I mean, so very quick, ladies and gentlemen. Kai went to. You've been to screenings and yes. premieres of small films, but you went to your first ever. Big A-list major motion picture premiere. Yes, this was the uh, the, the stuff you see on far. TV with the yeah. red carpet and the lights and the cameras. It and the was stars at, at Grauman's Chinese Theater oh, on Hollywood yeah. Boulevard. Whole Boulevard blocked off 
fucking crowds of people with pic cameras trying to just take pictures of anybody walking up. And I got to like be, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, through the crowd of looky loos and then walk up <laughs> to the guy and be like, yes, I'm meant to be here. I got wow. to fucking do that. And I and could did you walk amazing. on a red carpet? Could have, chose oh. not to. So there's there, two options. There's two routes. You oh. either walk down the, it was a black carpet for this. You either walk down that and there's just all these photographers and it's fucking weird as shit and it's really uncomfortable. Oh. Or there's a second route that you can go that goes behind that. Oh, really? The only I people did not that, know that. The only people that, I didn't either. The only people that have to do the red carpet are like the talent. Mm. So, fuck that. I walked through the back route and just went right in and got my tickets. Mm -hmm. But it worked out serendipitously because as I was getting my ticket, who was standing next to me, but as we've discussed before, my musical crush, Jenny Lewis. Wow. It was amazing. So I got to talk to her a little bit. She was very, very friendly. So you got to talk to one of your crushes. Absolutely. Like if if you make, when we're in the van talking about like what girls, if you can hang out with anybody, she routinely comes up on your list. Yes. And you met this woman. Absolutely. And you were at an event where you were not in the crowd watching her. Yeah, it you was were, all I could do not to fan the fuck out and be like, I love your record so much. I want to talk to me about this lyric, talking about the song. It was like to fuck Ben Gibbard. I didn't say any of that though. <laughs> mm. But it was fucking, it was, I did tell she her that. She may be a fan. little freaked out if you asked her what's it like to fuck the dude from Death Cab. I want to know because I feel like that's a sore subject, not, that's a weird way to say it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, wow, that's, that's, that's super cool. You, but forget Jenny Lewis, for those of you that don't know her, she's an excellent singer-songwriter who was yes. also the redhead girl in The Wizard with Fred Savage. And okay. also the singer of Rilo Kylie. Yes. And um, old school. You yeah. saw huge. Yeah, yeah. Who, I, I was and definitely. And, and who did you meet? I was, well, the craziest one that I met was, oh, I met Anne Hathaway, who was fucking cool as shit. She was the coolest. You met Anne Hathaway. Yeah. One and, of the biggest actresses in the world. And I'm telling you, anybody that would have been there, she met every, like, she was just hanging out. She was just fucking cool. She just wanted to hang out and have a good time. Uh, McConaughey was there, could have met him. He was just sitting right there fucking drinking drinks, hanging uh-huh. out. But I fucking had a great conversation with Christopher Nolan, and that was the one that meant something to me because that's, that's a dude whose movies I really, really yeah, respect. Again, let's say for those who do not know who he is, this is the Christopher Nolan, yeah, writer director of Batman. the entire Batman trilogy, yeah, Memento, Inception, the Bat, the Dark Knight trilogy. One of the biggest directors in the world. Yeah, we're not blowing smoke. A giant Englishman. He's Ma- tall as shit. Matthew really? McConaughey is one of the most famous actors in the world. Anne Hathaway is one of the most famous female and there was free the food and open bar and Ooh. you and you literally on a sunday <laughs> you met jenny lewis one of your crushes you you talked to Anne hathaway briefly you had a full-on conversation with christopher nolan yeah yeah absolutely the man who directed the dark knight yeah I, and one it, of the, the most conversation successful started movies because we were time. standing back to back having alternate conversations and then just kept bumping into each other and eventually that turned around to like oh, so did you feel like when you're in an environment like that, do you feel like I shouldn't be here? Yes. Or do you feel like I belong here? I felt like every person there knew. knew. I felt like I snuck into it. I okay. I've kept constantly felt like someone's going to come up to me and be like, um, excuse me, but uh, you need to leave now. Yeah, I can't say I've been to anything that big, but in certain situations that I've been in, especially like covering some sporting events that I've been to or areas, I always feel like they like I shouldn't be there. Yeah, even, like they, even like if I'm somebody allowed. knows yeah. that you're a fraud. Yeah, exactly. Just but like. I was but the thing was I wasn't a fraud. Like I was, <laughs> it was okay for oh, me. You're, you're a fraud. Don't get yourself. But I mean but I mean I was absolutely okay to you're be there. You're allowed to be there. But it was just weird because there's not 
And like, again, you see, there's like, they, these things aren't as small as you think. Like there's a couple, I mean, it was, that man's Chinese theater is fairly big. There's a couple hundred people there. And uh-huh. this is in a, at the end of the night, it's in a ballroom. It's, it's big. So, so the after party was in the same place. It was, but it was like on the, on the roof of that building, there's a ballroom. And you not only could go to the showing, you could also go to the party afterwards. Yes. They were two separate tickets, but I, I happened to have both tickets. I'm pretty sure everybody that was there did, but I'm not certain about that. Biggest celebrity experience of your life? In terms of being around that many celebrities? Because you're talking Probably. about some of the most famous people. I was once a seat filler for the American Comedy Awards and hung out with Steve Martin, and that was pretty fucked. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. amazing. And like yeah, also, but that's and, a seat filler. This yeah, is, you were yeah. an actual... No, yeah, this was, nobody knew why I was there, and just everybody assumed I was there because I, I was there, meant to be there for some reason. Nobody knew it was because... Is like, it one of those things, like, <laughs> if you got that opportunity again, would you absolutely jump at it? Yeah, without uh-huh. a doubt. Could you see And those? the movie wasn't that good. No, unfortunately, it it's not. Could it's that, three hours long, and it should have been two hours of goodness. Could you see yourself in in throwing this out there? But if you found yourself in a situation where you could go to one of those like a week, could you see yourself potentially being no. like, you know, I'm kind of over this. Like, yeah. you know, this isn't the funnest way to see a movie. Yeah, like, I got to yeah, yeah. dress up. I got, and you feel pressure. Like when there's. You feel pressure to enjoy the movie because there's yeah. everybody's sitting around you. The people that that put their fucking however long into this, days, months, years are all surrounded, and you don't know who is who in terms of you know you know who the the big shots are, but you don't know who everybody else is. So like I felt like I felt like I really need to enjoy that, and every person that I met that was involved, I felt like I had to tell them, hey, great fucking job you did. Like in, including a god damn it, what's that guy's fucking name? Wes Bentley, who was fucking horrible in that movie. Horrible, horrible, terrible actor. Wow. Small actor, but I mean, fairly big actor, but small in that movie. Absolutely god-awful in that movie. Mm-hmm. And he's surrounded by great actors and being terrible. Yeah. And so it was a thing where like, ended up fucking bumping into him face to face in like one of those moments I was like hey man great fucking job you did a great job in that movie I didn't mean that (laughs) at all and I'm not one to I'm not gonna lie to Wes Bentley but you and Wes Bentley if you're a listener we we hate that you had to find that out yeah sorry Wes (laughs) Bentley but you're terrible in that fucking you're not good in that movie the preview looks really kind of it just looks kind of over ambitious and it's, just like it's so over. It's it's just much. Like, like, it's like the second Dark Knight movie where he is much. trying to put so much into mm-hmm. and and I'm saying he's trying to put so much into three hours. Yeah, Ooh. it's Ooh. just so much. The second act is so unnecessary. It's so completely unnecessary. The beginning's cool and the ending is cool. The fucking middle hour is is hard to watch. Well, shame, but it was a hell of an experience. I went to the movies as well recently <laughs> unfortunately it was just with a bunch of people in oxnard and there were no celebrities there so it was you never not, know it was not that exciting of an experience but i saw a movie that i absolutely loved it was ridiculous it was over the top it was it was not necessarily like an i want to say a great film but by far was the, it tusk or birdman neither by far <laughs> by far the best action slash vigilante film that I've seen in years hearkening back to like old school uh, you know death wish type 80s films The Equalizer with Denzel Washington it was that good it was awesome fucking over the top violent killings straight laced badass hero good guy role just taking out baddies I mean the name sounds like an 80s badass death wish yeah it's it's great now if you went to see it and you were a cynical fucker you'd be like please come on yeah right yeah no way but if you're just like i want to see a good guy 
kill bad people for two hours. That's why I go see any Denzel Washington movie, mm-hmm. to be honest. <laughs> it's like, or Liam Neeson movie. Yeah, but that's exactly, it's just like, but like what makes those movies work, if you see this movie and you picture Steven Seagal in it, you automatically be like, this is a B movie, this is cheesy. There's something about the fact that Denzel is a good actor that he gives you a couple moments where you're actually seeing like a good actor, where it feels real, even though you have to suspend the disbelief that no, he did not, disable you know 25 commandos you know but dude it was so fun and just a great popcorn excellent violent death just i love those movies i'm a huge fan of vigilante movies you know you sold me sold revenge i mean he works at home depot and there's an extended sequence where he's just taking dudes out with stuff from the home depot (laughs) i mean like but i think about that every single time i'm in a home depot yeah exactly they touch on something they they touch on something very freudian about man there's a lot of shit in here to kill people yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely and the equalizer gives it to you and i keep hearing good stuff about john wick i have heard nothing but good and that's supposed to be a revenge violent movie too and i've i mean i've i've talked to probably 20 fucking people who see a lot of movies that are pretty credible people who whose opinions i trust who won't stop talking about it. And I just, I, I hate Keanu so much. I can't even believe it. I think they're all liars, much like everyone in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I, I do want to see that though. I did even it, cause even the commercial doesn't look good. Like when he's like, I think I may have done the voice last week, but the commercial cuts to him is like, a lot of people have been asking me if I'm back. Well, you know what? I kind of think I'm back. It's like, uh, okay. Like and that's it's the worst line for him to say. Like, yeah. it's just, ugh. but people are raging I know, about it. I know. People are absolutely raging that, about it. I want to see that. I want to see Nightcrawler. I've heard nothing but good things about Nightcrawler yeah, Nightcrawler well. looks like it could be good. I've heard it's really fucking dark and good. I'm sorry. It throws me off, though, because to me, I think superhero when I hear Nightcrawler. I think, yeah. a, mm. I think of the Marvel That X-Men, universe. too, but that's one of the best scenes in all the X-Men it movies, is. as we discussed. It is. Yeah. Oh, it really is. What did you guys think of the last X-Men? Did you see the Days of Future Past loved when they mixed it, it up? Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I got like I started it on a plane recently, and worst way to watch it. Why are you watching it on a plane? Yeah, you always fuck that up. Well, Jesus Christ. Well, well, fuck. I mean, seriously, what what were my? Well, you're options? already go see it in yeah, the theater. Go see That's it in your the theater option. like a fucking adult. Well, on a, on the on the plane, like a, like I mean, a comic was, book fan. It was something to watch versus no. like episodes of. Yeah, but if Friends. you had already seen it, it'd be fine. You your opinion can't. You're talking, you're trying to watch that on a screen that was fucking six inches by four inches, and you're trying to and say that that was, that was representative of what that movie was meant to bring to you cinematically? How dare you shit on Brian Singer? I, I'm okay with shitting on Brian Singer, but I no, think no, he did I a good job it. with this one. Just because he likes to fuck little kids. It's all right. Did he ever get busted for that? I don't know. I think it's going to trial. It's, it was enough to be true in my mind. Mm. <laughs> Conjecture's enough. Guilty. Crazy. The America. court of opinion has decided. <laughs> well, watch it on a big TV with I a good like sound to, system because it's, like it's actually really good. Actually, it's a good movie. I would like to see that. Well, we are uh, with a week away from leaving to go to the UK for, did we figure out, is this our 11th trip or 12th? Or 13th. We, one of those. More than 10. It's more than 10. It's more than 10. It's around, it's somewhere around a dozen. 11th trip. We were going to talk a little bit. It's a freshman dozen. It's our 11th Yeah, about travel. Travel in general. Um, travel, I think, has gotten harder over the years. And I think a lot of that has to do with hmm. 9-11. I think That's it's a lot more difficult, especially flying. I mean, everything that you have to go through, through security checks, these things didn't exist back in the day. But it's not, it's really not that, I mean, it's not that much 
more inconvenient. To me, it's not much. The convenience hasn't changed too much. And like, other than you have to take off your fucking shoes now, that's about it. I right? Think what's worse than that for me is that A, the cost has gone up. Okay. The cost. But yes. that has to do but, with rising fuel costs. Sure. But Don't also, along with that, is you got a, a lot of airlines won't even give you a free check bag. Like, you have to pay for your first bag. And they snuck that in. They, oh, you didn't even fuckers. notice when Most that Most will not give you a free check bag now. Unless you're like the plus program or whatever. Which is what I experienced, experienced this weekend traveling was now everybody, everybody flying domestically fits their shit into one of those roller bags. Mm-hmm. And those roller bags are getting bigger, by the way. Of course. And so what happens is about 20 people get on that plane and, and fucking put those and, and they and take up all of those overhead compartments because mm-hmm. they can't put them fucking, they have to put them lengthwise. They can't put them fucking... Uh, it's bullshit. So then what do they do? They check your bag in the underneath compartment. That's what's But hap- you don't have to pay for free. it. But that's what's happened in a big way. And now flights are actually t- taking longer to take off because so many people in line have to check their check on, you know, the bags are carrying on because of what you just said. Everybody's looking to save the 25 bucks. Flying from LA and to LA was insane. It, every single person on that, on those flights, everyone had a roller bag. Yeah. What's crazy to me too is every time I fly on a flight now, no matter where it is, it's completely full. So the prices yeah. are going up on the airlines, yet it's not like less people are flying. It To me, it feels like there's more people flying. I remember back in the day being on planes and I remember flying back from the UK once. There was yeah. one flight where it was like... It was mostly empty. Yeah, there were less empty flights we, too, though, that's why. Maybe that's what. They, they're, they're trimming down. But what, yeah. to you... I love traveling. I like yeah. traveling. I love the concept of traveling, going somewhere else. But the, some of the pet peeves that come from that, what, what do you think the worst thing about? Like, what aren't you looking forward to about this upcoming international trip? You just traveled domestically, and now you're about to go international. Honestly, it's it's the the inconvenience of the it's the hurting of the flight itself. It's that cattle moment. It's getting to the airport or yeah. way early, shuffling through all this shit, and then you're stuck in this terminal. The terminal has very little to offer, so what do you do? You fucking drink so you don't have to think about the flight. You get on the flight and you're nuzzled up against some fucking stranger. You're never unless you have a window seat, forget about sleeping. You're fucking fucked. Yeah. And so you just sit there and you toss and turn and you get this terrible sleep and you're trying to watch great fucking movies because they do offer good movies. But you have to watch them on this tiny ass little screen that might, that's like the size of my motherfucking phone. It's just all of it. It's the travel itself. I love being in other places. I fucking hate getting there. So you hate the actual traveling process? I hate process. it so much. Yeah, There's I, not enough whiskey in the goddamn world to make that fun. I think the the worst part these days is just the, how uncomfortable those planes are. They've I always mean, been that uncomfortable. They've always though. been there. But man, some of those first class setups that you have to walk past and see, and you're like, oh my God, that person's allowed to lay down. Like they're literally like for, laying First down. class is paradise. That, yeah. that person first also class, spent $10,000 on that airplane ticket though. Yeah. Not necessarily. Well, international, yeah. First class is first class is actually it's not the the disparity between first class and coach has is much less than it used to be. It's much less. Than you it can used get you can for a ticket that costs you a thousand dollars to go like to, like now you could get that first class for probably like two thousand twenty one hundred dollars. You think basically double? Yeah. Oh, it which changed. which may be worth it when once we get to that airport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I may see you all in London. Yeah, and that's I'm gonna go get free drinks with, in a bed. And with those long <laughs> flights, oh man, like you said, it's that tossing and turning sleep. It's that getting a little and then bouncing out of it, where you right. almost feel 
worse. I mean, yeah. oh, and the worst is when you think you slept and it's been like 20 minutes and then you oh. can't sleep anymore. Stunning. Yeah. yeah like, but you're time. still trying. Your eyes are closed. Uh, yeah. And yeah. you're trying to get fucking comfortable and that neck pillow is crinkling up onto you your head. you flip over to the, to the GPS, you know, view of the earth yes. and you're like, where are we? We're all over fucking Kansas? God yeah. damn it. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Your mind will play tricks on you up oh, there yeah. for sure. I've been, oh, it's easily been six hours. Yeah. I've, I nope. put on a record and knowing a record really well, like start it and pass out and wake up like, okay, man, I think I got two hours. And it's like, track seven? You know what I mean? Like, I've been asleep for six songs. Yeah. You're like thinking, oh, we got to be over Greenland now. Nope. Oh, the end Not of even close. You know, going to the England, that's always that weird, like, oh, That's a halfway England. point. Oh, man, it's definitely some of the, some of the brutal things. Yeah. So I hate the travel itself. Yeah. What's your- I want to fucking be beamed, like Star Trek. I want Star Trek technology. This is bullshit. What's your favorite form of travel? Flying. Flying? Well, favorite form in terms of, I mean, no. I love driving because I like to see what I'm, if I could travel any way and time was no issue, like I could just do it. If I could fucking drive to England, I would because I like to see what we're passing. Uh-huh. Like even when we're in country, the, the tours we've done where we're in country and we fly to show to show, mm-hmm. I really yeah. don't enjoy it as much as I like driving because I really like to see the lay of land. I like to get the feel of where we are. Especially I'm, I'm here. I'm somewhere that I may never be again. Yeah, a- I want to see it. I don't want to see the inside of another plane and, and have those experiences we just discussed. Yeah, I will agree you're passing with you. a freaking strip mall, yeah. you still are like, Hey, I may never see that strip mall again. Yeah, I, I love I driving. And I like driving because you also have the freedom to stop if you want to. Yeah. I don't wish you trains, you do not have. It's true. And that's a big argument over, um, as we've debated many times, having had the opportunity to tour on a bus and also tour in a van. Uh, you know, it's it's buses are amazing and have some amazing, amazing things about them. But you know, that freedom of being able to stop can be a real big deal. I mean, when you're on a bus, you are basically, when that thing's in motion, you are locked on it. It is what it is. It also has a bathroom, so we don't have to stop nearly as often, and there's a couple of fridges. You like, you can stock up. No, you can't go number two, but you just got to plan a little bit ahead. I know, but that's a lot of planning. I mean, number Not two has me. been known to suddenly show up. Yeah, okay, in, in Asia, mm. in China, that was could have been an issue. But in England, I think we have it figured out by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a toss-up. I mean, but ultimately, I would always take a bus just because the ability, oh, no shit. that ability to wake up where you are. And, and you're then, driving. You can, If you want to go hop you, up front you, and watch the countryside, you can. hang out with That's the other thing. But so also, we if you also wanna, don't have to drive. You can also open the window, watch the countryside go by, and watch a fly-ass movie with a bottle of whiskey in, a, in one hand and a booby in the other. There's no better <laughs> form of travel. Or go take a nap in your fucking bed. Like... Yep, that's all of those things. We can all do those things. I'll take the whiskey, booby, movie, bed, train. You can have the bed time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's something that most people don't know about tour buses. If you haven't been lucky enough to travel in one, it actually comes. Each bunk has a booby. It's true, a single booby, solitary booby, and it's not artificial. That's the weird part. I don't know how. I don't know how Prevost grows those titties, but I want to go to that farm. Ahead of their time, they call them comfort cans. You know, (laughs) (laughs) sleep on mine. (laughs) It's on. It's an unbelievable. They are nice pillows. Yeah, that bus life. You just tweak the nip. Somebody shows up with a cocktail. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Ah, uh, yeah. John. Yes. You okay? Yeah. What? I was just reaching for... 
No, you all right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to make you uncomfortable. Yeah, right it's now. working. Yeah. Just, it's just, working. So just, for the we, listeners, all we of have, us. Yes, John. So we just haven't heard from you since you first said. I'm and I'm listening. John. I'm John was tweaking with some audio things right now, and so we just all stopped and stared at him. <laughs> and now he thinks he's on trial. Yeah, I really do. Uh, I do. I've you been at- waiting for my chance to talk, and here it is. Yes, travel. Are you looking forward to traveling? I do. I actually like flying. Um, now you're doing something flight. different. You're not coming home with us. I'm not. I'm hopping over to uh, the Netherlands. Oh boy. Oh yeah. What are you doing over there? You know what I'm. Everything. Doing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything and anything. So you're gonna, you're gonna are you gonna get no, a little man. Amsterdam Hot action? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin lives in Amsterdam, and my aunt and uncle oh. live in Rotterdam. So I'm gonna go do Thanksgiving over there. Rotterdam is cool. badass. Oh, yeah. you're gonna stay for Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Stay for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's really neat. That's cool. Yeah, that's not cool. far from after they we get back. Don't have Thanksgiving over there, right? No, but because Got my family. aunt's American, they do. He, he's mm-hmm. going to be an American in Amsterdam. Yes. Chris. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Weedus. That's awesome. Yeah, should be cool. I'm, I'm stoked to be away from work and stuff for one more week. Mm-hmm. You know. I just found out that some of our friends, uh, the newfound glory camp, are going to be over at the same time we are, but our, our dates do not line up whatsoever. Probably yeah. by design, I would imagine, but <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, I would I would have loved to have gone to that show. Yeah, me too. I'd love love to see those guys are over, you're right, at the exact same time, but I, think you, I don't even think there's anything that's close. They're like in different places, but very, very similar. Yeah, that's definitely, that's not a night you want to be in the small room when they're in the big room, you know? Totally. Uh-uh. Nope. They, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like planes. I just, alcohol does it for me, mm-hmm. usually. And I usually sleep. And it's all good. You know, one of my favorite forms of travel ever was, was the RV. I was going to bring that up too. The RV is such an interesting, it's, it's bus meets van. You get the benefits of a van, i.e. being able to stop and, and do your thing and hang out, but you also have ability to to, to lay down, to, to have a couch, to like Dan said, to have the place, or Kai said, to, to game and watch TV. It's, a lot of gaming in that RV. Exactly, and, and then there's that back room if there's you know two or three people that just want to crash out all day. There's You can have a couple different lives inside that where I feel like the bus is the bus is the bus, yeah. you know, and the van is the van is the van, and it is what it is. I mean, we had an option this time to try this experimental van, bus, bus, van, a van that was completely gutted. We banned the bus and had <laughs> and had bunks, but there was literally no hang area no. whatsoever. So, literally, I, as far as I know, Just bunks. You would lay in the bunk during transport. All travel. Yeah, all travel. I think there was like two seats or something like right Which mean in the that front. we only had the Dan sleep bed option. We did not have the titty TV whiskey side way option. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not my only option. I, I enjoy the titty TV whiskey sideway option as well. <laughs> and But, but we vetoed it in, in to, to do the van because like Kai said, when we vetoed it, it was the idea that the experience of hanging out's not there. And half of the that's the part of being on part. tour is fun. It's kicking it at the end of the night, sitting at the table and bullshit, and even though you may be crammed in there. It's those know? movies, those moments when you're just delirious, you haven't had any sleep, and yeah. you're just tired, and you're just, everyone's just busting balls. Because you either get cranky and you fucking hate each other, and usually one guy gets that way, and then everybody else just, just makes them laugh. Everybody, and somebody it's else falls asleep with yeah. their shoes on. Cranky, the swat cranky is a, is like Ebola in a van, though. I mean, like, that can travel. Like, one guy could be like, I'm having the best day ever, and someone's house, fuck yes! And then five minutes later, you're like, yeah, fuck yes! Yeah, but usually it's just the one guy cranks, and then everyone just starts busting his balls, and then he just realizes, I can't sleep. be that cranky. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Usually the odd man out is the cranky one. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, it's, it's usually Dan or Aaron or I that are the cranky ones. <laughs> We're usually the cranks. It's been known to happen. Yeah. yeah. it's I, I will cop to it immediately. <laughs> I mean, you have to... You Don't see a lot of cranky Chris. Don't see a lot of cranky Owen. Yeah. Jimmy just it's goes usually Owen would get cranky at them. Yeah, I don't think hammered. Jimmy's ever been angry his entire life. Uh, nope. I don't think John's been angry his I, entire life. I, I get cranky about halfway through usually. You always have one moment where just you're asked too many things at one time and you're like, I can't do everything. <laughs> it's like, who got the iPod? Oh, it's, I guess it was me. I forgot the iPod. All right. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Hey, thanks for everything else you did right, Sorry. but you, this one thing, John. <laughs> Well, huh. I get to usually ride up in front with Graham. So, I mean, how can you get cranky when you're with Graham? That's true. And Graham's super positive. Yeah, Graham is. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Me too. It's Me too. Fun. Yeah, it's... Spoke with him yesterday. Seems yeah. like he's doing well. He's very excited. Yeah, he's pumped up. Yeah. He's pumped up. He is ready for Leeds. Yeah. Because yeah. his band's playing. Yeah. Leeds at the solo show. Too bad he can't drink. That's <laughs> 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 true. Sorry, Graham. It's depressing. Yeah. Sorry, Graham. Yeah, it's it's this this tour just came up so fast, unbelievable. I mean, I'm, it's my, my mind is spinning. There's so many little things that need to be done, and then we're playing a bar show tomorrow night in Ventura, so it's just like got to get through that, and then you know you got the weekend, and then the toiletries, and the packing, and then the this and the that, and the tour book, and the for for somebody that does not travel often, what is one piece of advice you would give them? Like one thing you would tell them, like hey, like. My wine would be, I think, go ahead, because I think yours is Do you have the same thing? Probably. Do it on three. One, two, three. Baby, Baby wipes. wipes. Yeah! <laughs> um, absolutely. Yeah. And you may think, what are you talking about? But baby wipes come in handy in for everything. Everything. Yeah. For, for They're like the duct tape of travel. I mean, if you're if you're sweaty and feeling gross and uncomfortable, baby wipe up, whole body. If you spill something, you can use freaking baby wipes. I yeah, mean, towels are not something that are readily available in many countries, and many countries they cost you money. So you know what, baby wipes handle that. Also, toilet paper, yeah, not necessarily this is the big one. T- I know in most most lots of people listen. It's like, what do you mean we go to places that aren't toilet paper? Yes, you go to a place <laughs> where they're not fucking toilet paper, and you know what you get to use your fucking baby wipes, and they will save you. Oh yeah, save your ass. You're on the plane, <laughs> and that's a long ten hour ride, and five is out. Five is out. Yeah, and the five th- hours into that, you got swamp balls. Baby wipe them balls. And the toilet paper on planes is horrible. And the I've toilet never shit, paper. I've never shit on a plane. Yeah, I almost this, had to do it on this last trip, and I fucking held it. This gets back to our planning ahead just a little bit, Chris. What's that? Oh, you okay. shit at the airport. I make Jesus. it a yeah. point to shit on a plane. <laughs> oh, you're that guy? <laughs> I have masturbated on a plane. Yeah. That's amazing. It's hard to do. I, it's so hard to come at altitude. <laughs> That is not easy, man. With that, it's like one of those points where you're like, consciousness or coming, consciousness or fuck it. That's a, it was hard, dude. That, I, I swear to God, I probably, not even kidding, I probably jerked off for like 20 minutes. You really Ooh. didn't enjoy it. You just had to do it. Yeah. I was, right. It was one of those points man. where I was like, I was like kind of angry, like jerk, like fucking come on, just God, come you. on, dick. Like fuck. You have to try that. I was time. just trying to do it. It's so hard. It's a challenge. Bring you better Challenge you better accepted. have someone give you some fucking porn that you've never seen that's like like just someone that knows you really well like give me something that's really and save that for the finisher because you're well, gonna I have an need iPad. it. Okay, I'll get it loaded up just right. right into the it, sink or what? The what, beautiful. What the, how did that? Play where did you out? no do this? into a sock? Oh, what, all right. Uh, what, ba- you just sitting else? in the seat in the plane jerking? No, off? I went into the bathroom like a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you. Pr- I, I joined the Mile High Club did, alone. Where, wait, did you just you just had a sock, an extra sock in your pocket? No, I fucking pre-planned this. I put it in my backpack. 
pull that out of my back. You said this is the type of flight that I'm going to. No, I just was like, I've never jerked off on a plane. I'm doing it this time. It was. It was all. Yeah, yeah. It was like I can't believe. It was like that. It was like that. I want to join the Mile High Club, but I don't travel. I only travel with a bunch of fucking dudes. So what am I going to do? I'm just going to make this happen. I'm going to take matters into my own hand. I'd like to (laughs) speak. I'd like to see the pyramids. I'd like to, you know. Hey, man. And jerk off on a plane. It's my bucket. There's, there's a my bucket list spans many widths and breadths. (laughs) Well, you could always go with John and this time and uh, join the Pile High Club. Dumping on a plane. That's awesome. You know, maybe we could work together. <laughs> <laughs> What's a blumpkin Anyhow. on a plane called? Jesus. <laughs> the Pile High Club. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this one's off the building club. for me to do. <laughs> Body guys, humor. Pile Guy Club. Literally. <laughs> jacking off, shitting on a you plane. Ne- you of all people have never jerked off on a plane, never Why tried. Me of all people. <laughs> You're a jerk. Uh, no. <laughs> I just did my seat like a civilized You human. never woke up next to a warm <laughs> boobsy and we're just ever. like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> He's no. got a mouth. <laughs> I am a gentleman in the sky. <laughs> well, I am not. I am too. No, actually, I was. There's nothing gentle about that. It was with anger. It's <laughs> it's very difficult, Dan. Experiment science. All right, I'll prepare. It's so hard. Appropriately. Fortunately, now there's so hard. Yeah, it, it was not that hard either. Uh, <laughs> That's why it's probably hard. part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now this has all changed because now there's internet on planes. All planes have internet. Uh, Are did we not, gonna have, not have that on international? I going over the ocean. Ooh. Some some do. Some Put don't. Like thirty dollars or fifty bucks or the one I just flew was like fourteen ninety five or something yeah. For when the we, flight when we flew to New Jersey, I had it on on both of those flights. It was amazing. Yeah. But I don't know if international it, has it. It makes flights. I hope fly by. If it does, I'm gonna re. Test this hypothesis. Are are you guys? Better results, I'm sure. We'll do you guys see. have any? Um, it's hard. What do you have prepared for uh, entertainment for the trip? Do you are you guys bringing any movies on like the laptop? Whiskey, or, uh, whiskey and a neck pillow. Oh yeah, I, I have books. Any app, games? Any apps you're working on? I'm always working on Simpsons Untapped. I'm I'm currently sucked into Star Wars Commander, but these require internet. Both what would you What would you recommend if I was looking for a? Like when we did, uh, what was the game that took over the Zebrahead tour? How about chess? Temple Run? Oh, Temple Run. Temple Run. Hmm. I had chess. such a great time. <laughs> I adore Temple I don't Run. have anything like that. I'm only Do playing I. two games, and they're both like, they're not quick. They're like and lifelong commitments. They're, they're internet-based games. You need internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you also need time between stuff you can do. So you, you do need, something you and need, you have to let it wait for like four or five hours. You need internet for Temple Run, don't you, to save no. your fucking score? Nah. Hmm. Only if you save it to oh. iCloud or whatever. I do. Great South Park last night, as we talked off off air about phone. It's, it's very funny. Oh, Candy video. Crush, J Man, Candy Crush, Jelly. That's, That's the one, one everybody loves, right? Candy Crush. Oh my God, I've just reached a level now that I've been stuck at for like, and kids, you're not three months, and I can't beat it. But I, I still try every fucking day. I like Temple Run because there's a sense of Candy Crush. God no! If I bought it, I would have passed this level. But, but I, don't... I mean, they have the option. yeah. You can okay because that's I've never played Candy Crush, but that South Park episode. That's the first thing I thought of. Is like this must be exactly like Candy Crush. Yeah, you can. You can. I mean, most games now, in order, if you really want to like get super far, eventually they make you pay, and I just refuse. That's mm-hmm. that's no. I, I know I that's not asinine because someone's being paid to make this game, but. I just but that's their choice to offer it for free. Yeah. They get a salary. Exactly. <clears throat> Jay, man, I would recommend Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's Number a perfect two. one. 
as he took his headphones off and moved away from the microphone. Was, Both was, Plants vs. Zombies 1 and 2 are very, very fun. Well, 2 is free, 1 is not, so I would get 2. 1 is not free? Uh, well, I, don't, I paid for it on the computer. I didn't play it on the iPad. Oh, okay. It's. I think it's costing the iPad, but I What's played it, it on my phone. Plants vs. Zombies? Plants vs. Yeah. Zombies. It's fun. Very fun. It's really fun. You'll enjoy that. Hmm, okay. Maybe. I'll check it out. I need a little something like that. You know, you need that when you're on tour. You need that like kind of mind numbing. Just like I need to zone out for ten minutes and just. So Dan, hey. what's one tip? One thing you would give? Like we just said, baby wipes. Back to the matter at hand. Uh, I. One tip. I would say less is more. Mm, Don't tip. overpack. Yeah. In mm-hmm. any regard, bring what you need to bring. Um, if you're not I definitely, if you're not definitely going to need it, don't bring it because you can. If you really end up needing it, you can always buy it for an. Yeah, unless I mean, you know, with a caveat that check the weather. You know, don't go to England now like we're about to and not bring a fucking jacket. Yeah, yeah. this is well, this is coat weather, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's heavy coat and scarf weather. It's yeah. going to be cold and rainy. It's, it's yeah, it's like rainy glove, and potentially like snow. Potentially be- beanie weather, like like kind of yeah, like yeah. when we were over there Gloves. with Zebrahead. Exactly yeah. the same time. Yeah, I haven't been thinking like that. I just had there exactly was eighty here. Exact same time we were there with Zebrahead. Is that true? Yes. No, we're earlier, a lot earlier. Zebrahead sure. tour was uh, post Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So we we so dipped, we two dipped into December, you know. So we're two weeks early. That's an intense two weeks, though, because I yeah. mean, all over the world, November is that month where yeah. things you yeah. just experience we're, it. We're November first, Chicago. Oh well, yeah, yeah. You know, we're gonna you know, get two hours of sunlight. You know, the whole thing. Ah, Bring a flashlight, man. Jesus. What it's about such you? a different. I'm sorry, to cut you off. It's just such a different culture. You Never said fails. that the light, the light. Over there, it's it feels like there's no daylight during that time of year over there. It just feels. <laughs> well, it like doesn't help that we wake up at three p.m. Exactly, it's just <laughs> so great. So you become this weird. You become this creature of the night. You really do. You rock become this like that rock and roll. Like I the, love it. No, the club is my cave. You know, and whiskey I mean? like, is my blood. Yeah. That's how you end up not adjusting to jet lag and just staying on California times because you stay up all night. Yeah, come back and you're like, I'm good to go. That's true. One thing I'll, I'll never travel without, especially on a long distance flight, is a good neck pillow. Yeah, I, gr- I completely. What do you think about bringing a real pillow on a plane? Yeah. Too big. Too, too it's big. too big. You're it's never going to be able to get it comfortable because it's going to. If you get it to where it's good for you, it's going to fuck the person's day up you next to you. Have a window seat. You're <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You're awesome. That's, that's a good regular pin- pillow. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, if you don't have a window what seat, what about but, a blankie? They give them to you on planes. But those yeah, neck blankies. those neck pillows are. I just I've never I have traveled trouble with those. I've never traveled with a neck pillow. I may uh, mm. take it on this time. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll you let you get a little nuzzle in a mine. It's fucking a beaded Dodgers one. Yes. And it's fucking beautiful. I'm not jerking you off. Maybe covered in no. nut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't jerk off on my neck pillows. Only into socks that I throw in the trash cans in the bathroom. Mm. Sorry. Whatever. So single, don't judge me. Don't apologize. If you see a single sock laying around, we do not grab it. <laughs> just don't grab it. It just might be moist. Just leave it. Yep. It might be moist or crusty. <laughs> I don't know. Or both. A little both, probably. Uh, just... Just horrifying. <laughs> it's not. I it's, can't believe you of all people are offended by this yeah, conversation. Yeah, I can't either. I'm offended by this conversation. The look on your face is you're offended. Horrifying. I've also, as you all know, jerked off in every seat in the van when we were toured, including the driver's seat, which means you are sleeping right next to me. Enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> While you were driving? Absolutely. Just had to do it as the last one. I was like, I, I got to be able to make this happen. That is sheer talent. Awesome. It was the middle just, of the night. Just, just Every- call this episode Dodzy Unchained. <laughs> <laughs> Unsheathed. <laughs> the gloves are off. And so is the belt. Pure brutality. <laughs> it was it was it was tricky driving, but I just put on cruise control and it was middle of the night and everyone was asleep. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's a good tip uh, on your carry-on, bring a change of clothes. Oh, I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> 
I, I just in case you find yourself in a precarious position. And last time it saved my life. Vomit. Yeah. Last time when I got puked on. Yeah, when that asshole puked all over. Fucking what a dick <laughs> head. But at least I had to change your clothes to get out of that pukey clothes. Can you imagine if you didn't? I know. I would have blamed oh that fucker God. to this day. You know, I will always bring a change of clothes with me now. You know what's crazy about that is long flights are so different. Like you take like if you're going to Vegas, like you don't need a change of clothes. But when you're on a plane for like 12 hours, anything could fucking happen. Yeah. You know, like and you it know, might. Yeah, exactly. It's you like, could be swimming. You know what I'm? I like those. You might get puked on. I like those emergency. Um, just a little vitamin C things, and I know it probably doesn't save you from getting you know, sick on a plane. You know what those actually do for you? What? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's all in your head. Yeah, huh? have fun with that. But that's all right. But that's half the battle anyway. But vitamin C, vitamin C. It, it lowers your it lowers your stress and it it releases endorphins because you're fucking stoked on it. So placebo. it's gonna make you yeah. But plus there is a, something. There is a placebo effect. There absolutely is. I don't think an emergency really does anything. Probably really. better off just wearing like a, uh, a surgical right mask. Or yeah, something. or like an entire rubber suit, like a hazmat suit. <laughs> Yeah, like the naked gun when they have the full body combat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you're safe from puke and uh, whatever else. Whatever you're doing in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. We're going to be an entire ocean closer to the Ebola outbreak, by the way, boys. That's true. Anybody thought, has anybody thought Owen will that? get it. That's what uh, I think about. <laughs> <laughs> if, if something goes wrong, In a travel are. lodge. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Quarantine. <laughs> like they find out that the guy that was in Owen's room was like one of those. I'm going to have to make that phone call again, just like I did a phone call home about his broken bone. I'm going to have to call yeah. about now Owen has a bowl. And he'll play all the shows in a bubble. <laughs> Only time I ever talk to his <laughs> wife is to tell him that he's overseas and some disaster has struck. Also, if some asshole pukes on you this time, it's different. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> you could have a bowl. You should get that checked out. Yeah, that is a bummer. <laughs> Look, dude. check that for blood. Imagine <laughs> you sit down in your seat, like, hey, how you doing, Chris? Like, oh, my. My name's Steve. Oh, where are you coming from, Steve? Oh, <laughs> uh, he's like, I'm Liberia. coming from. Yeah, I'm coming from Liberia. Oh, no shit, huh? Cool, right? <laughs> and he throws up on you. <laughs> you got it. I mean, you've got it. Because you if rage. you don't, you've at least oh. convinced yourself that you got it. I mean, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Dude. Fucking Steve. That is if a funny. Comes from West Africa and pukes on you. <laughs> odds are you absolutely have it's Ebola. Like, you might be a redneck, but you might have Ebola. <laughs> you might have Ebola <laughs> if. Dude, that a guy is, named Steve from Liberia people on a plane. That is a funny little skit. Like, Steve, where you come from? Liberia. Right on. An hour later, he just, like, and it gets worse. He's sneezing. He's like, mind if I hit that water? The like, fucked up part is, if that experience that happened on our last flight would happen on this flight, they people would, would probably the think that. Out. Someone would probably think this fucking person has a bullet. A lot of attention about that right now. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of attention. You're travel. puking on a plane. I mean, Trouble is happening. Probably not flying out of LA if it were somewhere out of Africa. Definitely. No way. Anywhere. People are so paranoid about that. They put shit. I work in a doctor's office and they put shit up saying, like, have you traveled? I work in a fucking doctor's office treating cardiac patients, mostly elderly people. Nobody has been to West Africa. They they have heart issues that prevent them getting on planes, but they still are fucking concerned about that. Like this question they have to ask every person. Have you been to Africa in the last three weeks? That's fucking crazy. People are so freaked out about this. If you puked on a plane and looked like hell and were just fucked up, they would absolutely fucking, everyone would get so more uncomfortable than making a plane smell like puke. <laughs> Hard to do. Hard to do. <laughs> yeah. They'd, I mean, duct tape you in there. Land in Greenland or Iceland. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I hate getting sick traveling. Yep. You, and you, all, my, you always you, fucking yeah, do, one. too. You think I do? You think you I get sick? You always do. I got, I, I got walking pneumonia super, super bad, you know? You're that dude. You get, like, at least a touch of something for always. 
You'll see. You know who's that dude? Not sickness, but just some catastrophe is Jimmy. Like lost phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Charged. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go through the band really quick and talk about like characteristics of everybody, how you perceive them. Traveling. traveling in the state of traveling, not rocking. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. state of traveling, I feel. Um, let, let's do well. Let's do each other first. Okay. Since we're in the room, <laughs> okay. I feel that Dan is is a very efficient traveler. That's a compliment. I feel like Dan always Take he it. he has his he's got his book ready to go. He's where he needs to be prepared at every moment. He's he's got his book ready to go. When it's time to load, he has gloves, like work gloves. It's like, God, yeah. what a good freaking idea because yeah. I'm always like bashing my hands against the wall in the cold and Dan's got like gloves on. Like you're you're an efficient traveler. You're also the silent drinker where you start as soon as your <laughs> eyes open, you start drinking. On and, tour. and your eyes don't close until you are absolutely pissed drunk but nobody's the wiser incredibly hard to gauge where dan is you're just hanging out the whole time and it's just like wha wait dan your eyes are like loopy and you're not making (laughs) you're like i can't even get you to go to bed right now like holy shit dan's prepared trap but he's the guy that will pull like leaving the dressing room he'll grab that extra beer and when you're outside in the parking lot man i wish i would have grabbed a beer dan be like i did yeah like, and you'll dance. open up your coat and you'll be like i've got two dance. one is yours he really is one step yeah. ahead with that you're always the first guy to find the internet yeah. password I would say you're most valuable traveler because you <laughs> never cause a problem and you're always man on the spot yeah totally. it's i almost caused a problem when i forgot my passport at home oh yeah that go did back happen. and get it that did happen one time yeah we'll have to remember to do that check for yeah. sure uh, yes so that's you it. were actually able to get it we were at in Oxnard, like we were just like oh, oh. right over there. Yeah. So yeah, another good reason to leave early. <laughs> <laughs> you just so you I never know at, what's gonna happen. Look so at Dan's efficient. He, he has what he needs and packs fairly light. You know. You are, in my opinion, you're the most enthusiastic pre, and then you're three days, and you're just out of your wits in terms of you're just your body when you travel, your body goes wild. Like hmm. you get kind of a, a like I can't sleep, I can't fucking yeah, like yeah. i'm kind of sick you don't get Inners you don't aren't working r- right. you rarely get super sick but you get like a touch of something yeah I'll and then about that. like three days in all of a sudden you're like all right i'm fucking ready jet i'm, I'm ready play. to have i feel like you're right i feel like jet lag plays with me it, really it bad. brutalizes yeah. you but then once you get past it you're the most you're always the most fun you're always the dude oh. that's like i want to have whatever is the most fun i can have right now i want to have oh, thanks I, like, that's good it's true that you're right i was thinking a lot of it comes from i'm so rushed doing so much before we leave I throw my sleep schedule off before I even leave. You know, if that makes sense. Like yeah. the night before, I'll t- you know, talk to Dan. Like, Dan, like, oh, I got a good night's sleep. Went to bed at 10. I was like, I was up till four printing out sets. And you're the dude you know? that never sleeps on the plane. Yeah, the plane always like, throws yeah. me You kind of don't sleep, sleep ever my- until that first show is done. Yeah. And by that time, it is too I late, I just can't friend. sleep on that plane. That's why, I, again, I keep mentioning it, but I'm just terrified of like getting in that van and being like, like pulling up the Cardiff and just being like that always happens anyway yeah yeah, that's gonna happen just accept it yeah but you get the energy highs and you go through it but yeah I definitely like to stay healthy start drinking coffee yeah I would say Kai Kai to me you are you're kind of like a wild card. Yeah, like, that was exactly yeah, the word that I was thinking you, in my yeah, head. You're kind of right in the middle, I think, between Chris and I. Like, you're prepared enough, but you still always want to have a really, really good time. And sometimes shit goes awry. Like, yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah. Like, one day, you're kind of the guy, like, one day you'll wake up and be like, I'm going out today. I want to see the town. I want to get some culture. And the next yeah. day, you'll be like, I want to fucking sit in this van and not see shit. And then the, the next day, you'll be yeah. like, I'm going to tear it 
down tonight. And the next day you're like, I'm going to take it easy and read a novel. Like it's literally every day. It doesn't know like, Hey, is Kai going to like potentially murder someone tonight? Or is he going to like, you know, I mean, the chance of me murdering somebody else is not likely, but am I going to murder myself is entirely possible. Or yeah, just the where's Kai. Anyone? Where's, Where's Kai? Kai, Where's Kai? Yeah. <laughs> Last true. time I saw him, he was strip. He was taking off clothes, running, saying everybody's going straight. Oh, uh, yeah. well, that's not even including when you drink. When you drink, especially certain types of alcohol, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, yeah. That's why I gave up the gym beam. Yeah, and that's, and that's, and and uh, drinking. Do the fact that we do drink a lot more over there. I think we meet people over there, and we have friends over there that are convinced that, like, man, how do you guys do it? Like, you just, just we just live in a house and drink all day when you're not on the road. And like, no, nah, not really. You know, <laughs> I will never forget ever after I don't know. Like, it was it was when we were doing the Grows Rock Run, and we were like a few days in, and we had had the first few days of that. We went hard, and none of us were used to going that hard, and we had some. <laughs> brutal hangovers and I remember at one point we were drunk and doing some stupid shit and Pete Bilton our good good friend Pete Bilton looks at us and he goes I can't believe people trust you to do real things in America. Like, knowing that, like, we have real jobs. Knowing that I, like, work at a doctor's office. Dan works in, in networking. Like, Owen, you know, we, we're, like, grown-up dudes. Owen has kids. Like, these careers. are, we're dudes with careers. And he just, it to him, the, I, the, the, that is just such, there's no congruency there. It does not make sense. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Let's, so let's talk about everybody else. Dan's efficient. Kai's a wild card. You never know if he's going to be a scholar or a, a scallywag. Um, and you'll I, get all of it. I'm, I'm out of control early on. I'll messed up with sleep and then hopefully I have a try to have a really great time. Uh, Owen is just the one that if something is going to go wrong. He's the calamity. That's why yeah, he's a floater. He, like that's why that band was called Calamity because it came out Mostly. of Owen. It, I mean, he's a fucking walking like you we've talked about this. Don't he know. and I could jump off the same building and I would land in a pile of money on top of a bunch of fucking titties and whiskey, and he would land on broken glass and spikes and fire, and in and then a cop would arrest him. Like it's just, it. it's just he just is a walking fucking it's magnet it's of hell. Just so true. I mean, it's just so true. Um, Man I, slips and falls out of a shower innocently, trying to get a hop on the day. Like, I'm gonna take a shower at night because everybody was gonna want to take a shower in the morning, and there's not gonna be any hot water, and everybody's gonna be rushing. Yeah. I'm just gonna be prepared. I'm gonna be a nice guy. He slips and falls and breaks his fucking collar. Yeah, no, it's just Owen. two years ago, first the, day. Yeah, just unbelievable. He for, for those that don't know, Owen um, wanted to like Kai said, get a jump on the day. Decided to take a night shower and fell, slipped out of the travel lodge shower that he was in and broke his collarbone like the second night of tour i mean just just that he's just a guy that after the first show tragedy just kind of happens to and to his credit goddamn i've never seen somebody just he absolutely finished that entire tour he played a tour with a broken collarbone the fuck out pain i mean like it was pretty impressive um aaron aaron's an interesting one i call him on tour the grizzly bear because he yes. just hibernates. You're right. He He's, just vanishes. You don't even see that Any second that he can get extra sleep, he absolutely will take advantage of it. He's just absolute hibernation. On the flip side, what's what's always great about Aaron, though, is he, once you say Kai, like one night on tour, he goes for it. There's one night on tour where he turns into just unbridled out of control Aaron. He, he does. always he, picks one. Yep, he Maybe does. Maybe two. Maybe two. And it's always that one where for whatever reason we like have something it's like where there's a between 
like load in and sound check and everything. We have like a long day where we have to get to the club early, but then the show doesn't start till late and goes late. And he just starts drinking a little earlier. And he's a guy that, you know, he doesn't drink a lot. So he gets a couple in him and he's ready to go, but it's all about keeping him going. And if you can keep him going, God, he just has the, I mean, I started literally didn't drink until I was 23 years old and didn't start. I started because of that man. How much fun he has. Yeah, he um, yeah, he's. We were talking that Aaron's big trait on tour is hibernation, and oh then God, yeah. that he's one night bear. where he goes off. He always has that one night. Where yeah, he's, he's, he's Chewbacca, and I'm sure you guys mentioned it. We talked about it last week. How much fun he is when he's in a good mood and excited about something. Typically, more so when he's drunk and he's just pumped, and you're like, "Yeah, we're having fun because yeah. you're having fun." Yeah, That's he turns, awesome. He really does. Can he can take a mood of a room and really take it up when yeah, he turns into like, you know. And then Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy just goes with the flow. Yeah, but Jimmy seems to it's like water. We've only been on two tours with Jimmy, but he always seems to be missing something or losing something. But then when he lets loose, like there was the the first tour that he did with us uh, with Zebrahead with the Leeds night, he and I ended up and John covered in glow sticks dr- dancing our asses off in that club <laughs> that was awesome it's like he just he's kind of like goldie he just lets loose but he is chill but he does he loses, he's that dude that every day wakes up and like where's my this and it's not like where's my sock or my coat yeah. it's like where's the most important thing i have and then he loses that and it's like so where's the second most important thing i have <laughs> yeah totally. where's my passport okay that's gone now where's my phone where's my wallet like it's just it like you, you imagine if jimmy and owen were buddies on Thank a field God trip they as can't kids breed. they would just be lost <laughs> you know so uh, well we are with that said we are going to be traveling one week from the recording of this conversation we're headed back to the uk if you do not have your tickets there's no excuse at this point the, the tour is almost here get online Grab those tickets. Scoop them up. Links on our site. Links on Lit site. And most importantly, Graham was very insistent that we, again, plug the only solo show we're doing over there is going to be in Leeds at the Temple of Boom. Tickets are selling awesome. Still not sold out. There's still tickets left. Hey, let's fucking sell the show out. Yes. Can you do that for us, people, if you're listening to this? If, If you're going to a show... Get in the car and drive to another one. And this is going to be double set. We're going to be doing like 30 minutes a night with Lit. Leads, full hour set. Dustin after party. class, after party, beer pong. And uh, not to mention the last show of Redemption. They are officially calling it quits after Aww. this. Graham's band, AMFX. Hey, Vanity, who seem like incredible guys. Got to talk to one of those guys on the phone this week. It's going to be a fun, fun trip, and you're going to want to be a part of it. So if you're in the United Kingdom, no excuses, no exceptions. You make your way to a show. We're going to be there. We're traveling a very far way. You can travel a small way to come with us and lit and rock out. It's going to be awesome. Do some fresh talk, too. Yeah, we're going to be doing some fresh talk over there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Faux show. With that said, folks, we will see you in the United Kingdom. My name's Chris. You can follow, and be sure to follow everybody. It's very important. We always give our Twitter handles and websites. When we're on tour, we have a lot of stuff that goes up. Tweets, Facebook, pictures, adventures. Follow everybody in the band, because everybody's going to be throwing different stuff up there. But yep. it's we're going to be active. So make sure you get on Twitter and follow at armyoffreshmen.com, and make sure you follow facebook.com slash armyoffreshmen. Don't do one, because they're very different. Facebook has a lot of band-oriented stuff, ticket sales, shows, and then the Army of Freshmen's me rambling about a bunch of stuff. On Twitter. Kai, you are on. I am on the Twitter, the Instagram, at Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, I'm also on 
Simpsons tapped out. <laughs> I'm on. Uh, I'm on crush. untapped. I'm on the Facebook oh, yeah. kind of. Gotta re up my untapped. Uh, yeah, I'm around. Well, Find me. Really but quick. mainly the Instagram and the Twitter. Our friend Ian, who wrote the book about the history of Donington yeah, Download, Carol. sent me an email and saying, hey, I'm so sorry. That I'm really far away from the shows. I'm not going to be able to make one. Um, he's asking if we got to see the book that we're in and so forth. But he did say, tell Kai to get busy on the untapped. He was like, I'm a faithful follower, and he's really impressive. Oh, <laughs> so boy. he was excited for you to that to you were going to be able to have beers that That's aren't awesome. On there. I'm a faithful follower of his as well. So he must be a big untapped guy. He is. He is. He's, we, we have a lot of communicate on the untapped. Cool. Dan, where can they find you? I am SpooniedX on Twitter. I'm also on Untapped and just Dan Clark on Facebook. And if you link your Facebook with your Simpsons tapped out, I will be your friend because it happens automatically. That's awesome. That's easy enough. Yeah. And again, quite a few people hit us up and said, hey, can I help you out? Is there anything we can bring to the shows? The best thing that you can do to help us is buy a t-shirt is buy a hoodie, buy is a, buy, buy a, a CD. Ticket. That's what gets us to the next town. That's what puts gas in the van. That's what gets us to the travel lodge. Buy a ticket to a show and buy some merch. It's the best thing you can do. But if you want to go the extra mile, obviously, we are drinkers. Whiskey. Feel free to bring some booze. Whiskey. We'll be happy to drink it with you. By all means. Did you say boobs? You can bring boobs, boobs, too. Those are always welcome. Yes. And we also endorse... We drink boobs. We endorse the restaurant Wagamama. Gift certificates are always welcome. Mm. Nando's. Gift certificates are always welcome. Or just uh, if you want to take Dan to a kebab shop at the end of the night, you're always welcome to do I'm that, I'm going to be too. going anyway, so you're welcome to come but along. really just come hang out. And yeah. Just come hang out. Just come be part just, of it. Come be a friend. Come to a live rock show. This is going to be a really, I think, real deal rock tour with three actual rock bands together. Small club shows. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we just can't wait to see everybody, all our friends. Thanks for always supporting us over there and uh, lots of adventures to come so be sure you're checking us out online spreading the word on the tour and with that said yeah well John where can people find you oh uh, you can find me at Swaven S-V-E-I-V-E-N or uh, actually when we're on tour I'm going to be using my archive studios Instagram Ooh, she for is. the latest oh. and greatest cool handed sp- shots that no one's gonna what's our, what's our best Instagram A-R-K-I-V-E studios so, who, Kai, you're a pretty intense Instagrammer, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people ask me on tour, are we going to be Instagramming? And Army of Freshmen does not have an Instagram account. It's Probably one should. of the bigger platforms. It's it the biggest yeah. at the yeah, moment. It probably is. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you going to be the Instagram guy? Are you going to be sending a lot of pics up there? Should we tell people to I follow you? I always send a lot of pics. Follow is, me at Obi Wan Kenobi. I do shit almost cool. every, like, it, every week for sure, but I do I do a lot. Cool. Half of it's just me posting records, but I also do yeah. post a lot of weird shit. A lot of people complained last time that um, Dan will get a kick out of this. The the tour that you were not on, Kai, the last one, and I think because you weren't there, we weren't very good at pictures. So the first day That's we threw true. up. That's true. I saw like three. We threw up a ah. bunch of pictures the first day, and then all of a sudden like there was nothing, and then people were like, oh, come on, what the hell? I want some more pics. So we'll try and be a little more right, on top right. of the socials. I, I pledge to post one pic per day. Yeah, me too. I will post at least. Oh, and here's the thing: I'm a very, I'm a drunken social networker. Oh yeah. And rock and roll tours happen to be drunken environments, so I will, it, I will post the weirdest shit on Twitter and Facebook, I, I, Twitter and Instagram, as you guys all know. <laughs> that will certainly happen. So uh, it's probably behooves you to follow so, me because you never know what's going to happen. So you may, you're going to get all the personalities that Chris just discussed. Yeah. You'll get to experience that in real time. Maybe you can actually let's try and do for for the listeners of Fresh Talk how we just went through everybody's tour personality let's try 
try and throughout the tour get one shot okay. that sums it up. Like efficient Dan, wild card. <laughs> the only Kai. one I don't want is troubled like, Buse. I just don't want disaster Owen. Yeah. That's the only one I don't want to be able to demonstrate. I just want to get a picture of him at the end, like disaster did not strike Owen. Mm-hmm. But I will do. We'll do our best to do that for everybody. Else. I'm sure. I'm sure we can make that happen. It's going to be good. Well, we'll see everybody in the UK over there. And uh, thank you as always for listening. Spread the word. Retweet. Go back. Hit some past episodes. There's some good the episodes. The whole archive is up on iTunes. And you can get it in your podcatcher of choice as well. Absolutely. So check some of the old Fresh Talk episodes. Get ready for the upcoming tour. And as always, we thank you very much for listening. Play the buzz. Play the buzz. Whisper, 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 whisper